somebody was telling me this story about a, a young lady who had a family recipe for a roast or something. And uh, she's preparing the meat and, you know, so you put spices on it, you put it in the oven. It's one of those family recipes that everybody loves. I mean, and as she was preparing it, she cut the roast in half. She put it in two dishes. She seasoned it and she separated it out. And her daughter asked her mom, why do you always cut the roast in half and then prepare it? Just seems a little ridiculous. Like, why not just put it there on the plate and season it? She's like, this is the way the recipe is designed. And, and, and the daughter goes, why? I don't know. So she calls her mother and she says, mom, uh, like, why do we cut the roast in half before we prepare it? And the mother goes, I don't know. Let me call my mom. And so at this moment, we're with the grandmother now. And the grandmother's like, is asked the question, like, why do we cut the roast in half? And, 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 and the grandmother answers very plainly. She says, well, I didn't have a pot big enough to hold the whole roast. So we cut it in half and then we prepared it. And they both laughed as they realized for three generations in a family, they had followed this recipe for no reason at all. And, and they corrected it from then on and began to cook this dish simply. And, and I was reading a scripture when I thought of that story. This is interesting. It comes out of our word from the day from Matthew chapter 12, verse 8. For the Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. This story goes that the Pharisees, Sadducees, the leaders of that day were criticizing Jesus because his apostles were walking through the field with him and they were picking grain off the head of wheat, the kernel part, and they were picking it and they were eating the little wheat particles in the middle of it. I don't know what you call that, kernels. Um, and that's technically work. And the Bible says, do not work on the Sabbath. It's sacred. And the Pharisees, Sadducees, religious leaders knew that. They pinned Jesus to the wall and said, if you're holy, how come you're breaking the law? And Jesus says, boy, don't you realize I'm the Lord of the Sabbath? It really is reminiscent of the story from the lion, the whip, and the witch in the wardrobe where the witch cites the ancient magic to Aslan and Aslan looks at him and says, woman, don't cite the ancient magic to me. I was there when it was wrote. And, uh, and then she got quiet real quick. Uh, I'm sure the Pharisees did too in that moment, but they went away angry and began to criticize Jesus everywhere he went as he began to heal people on the Sabbath and do things on the Sabbath. And they, they just, they just were mad. They're really mad because he was more popular than them. Can I just come out and say it? But the truth of the matter is that these Pharisees and Sadducees lacked an understanding of the law. Jesus said it later on. He says, don't you know that the Sabbath, Sabbath is for the man, not man for the Sabbath. In other words, you're sitting here serving the law like the law is the purpose and you got to serve it. And Jesus said, no, the law was written for a reason. It was written for you. And what specifically Jesus was trying to help them understand is the law was written for you so that you can come to an understanding of God. Relationship with him was the key. Jesus said it in another scripture like this. He says, he says, what summarizes all the law and the prophets? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and your soul. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Why is this important? The point was love. The point was relationship. It was always about connection with God. But see, what the religious leaders began to do, and follow me, because this is good here. The religious leaders began to follow the law like a recipe. But the recipe doesn't make sense unless you go back to the person who wrote the recipe and ask them why. Because there's a purpose in all this. And just like that mom was sitting there trying to, for years, cooking this roast unnecessarily, following a recipe handed down, when she went back to the source, she got understanding of it. A lot of us are following Jesus right now, and we're following him through a set of rules that were passed down to us through a pastor and a pastor's pastor. 
just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. If you don't go to the source of the law, if you don't go to the source of the word of God, you will never understand its recipes. Can't be understood any other way. You will end up like the Pharisees and Sadducees, serving the law as if that mattered and wasting your life on things that really will burn you or are not good. What is your personal walk with God look like right now? Is your life unnecessarily hard? Because there's this, this, there's this scripture in the recipe that God gave us called the Bible. And it says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And I'm going to venture to guess that if your relationship with God and your life has been unnecessarily hard, then you've thrown some burdens on your back that were not burdens God gave you. See, a relationship with God is when you sit down with God in your quiet time. And no, I'm not just talking about reading the Bible and praying. I'm talking about connecting to the creator and hearing his thoughts and him hearing yours and entertaining the father and worshiping him, all these things. Because in that moment, what God will do when you present your life to him is he'll unpack it for you and go, this isn't necessary. You've been carrying this burden. You don't have to. This is why I wrote that. Hey, you're walking this understanding. A lot of us are walking in heavy spirit because we simply misunderstand the law, just like the Pharisees, just like the Sadducees. I was at a friend's funeral. Um, he passed away of COVID. Many of you probably know who I'm talking about. And um, just really heavy in my spirit. Like, God, he's such an amazing man, God. And he's just so jovial and kind. And, and I walked up to his wife and just saying we're there for you, you know, all, all the stuff you do say. And I looked in her eyes and what I saw was peace that made no sense. Your husband dies, a man you're in love with, and I know she was in love with him. And you're just processing this so well. And I know she's got hurts and pains, but I saw hope in her eyes. And I realized that at some point what she must have done is taken her grief and presented it to God and said, God, could you unpack this for me? Could you help me? See, God will make that burden light. He has a way of doing that. If your life is heavy, if your life is hurting, present it to God. It's going to make sense in light of relationship with him. He'll always unpack it for you. But if it doesn't make sense to you, if it's heavy and you're hurting right now, then you're holding on to something that God never meant for you. You are carrying a burden that God wants to carry for you. God's yoke is easy and his burden is light. What's your relationship time with him look like? Man, a quiet time is not just about reading the Bible and praying. It's about connecting with him. And you haven't had one until you connect with the Father. That means him talking to you and you talking to him. Him unpacking your life and you communicating back. It's a relationship and your life will make sense in the middle of it. As you walk with God today, connect with him. Live with him, love. And let God help your life run and not grow weary. Walk and not be faint. I love you. I'm glad you're listening, man. Tune in. Share this with somebody that needs it today. And uh, it's the word of God. It can't return void. It's not. It's impossible. This is going to change lives. I know it. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye.